Hello and welcome to On My X Podcast, uh, your podcast for gaming and other random stuff, to be honest. Um, I'm recording this episode 20 on 11-10-20, which just so happens to be launch day for the Xbox Series X and S. Uh, pretty exciting, isn't it? Huh? Everybody likes a new console launch. Who doesn't, right? Uh and so, yeah, it's it's pretty cool. It's exciting to have a new console coming out. Um, I'm not getting one, but uh, now, but um, will at some point. And uh, yeah, so it's just kind of exciting, just in general, because it's like tech. Um, Microsoft is having a stream, but it's kind of playing games and stuff like that. So it's kind of uh, kind of interesting. And uh, the launch day. Uh, well, anyway, so today I'm going to talk about some PS5 stuff, clearly Xbox stuff, review of some other silly TV shows that I watch, and move on from there. But first, uh, launch day things, the game, game cheapers, the system, systems are out, and uh, as predicted, they had held however many back for the actual Day of the launch, which is always nice, but as could have been predicted by anybody, um, they were incredibly hard to find. And Walmart dropped some at uh, like midnight, and GameStop did this morning uh, when I'm recording 9 a.m. West Coast time. They had some. Same with Walmart. They dropped a few more, and uh, they were all quickly snatched up. So uh, I guess GameStop was doing some bundles. And I looked at them just to see, and it was the it was a console with two games, I believe, uh, I think a headset and some other stuff. It ended up being over like nine hundred bucks. I'm like, God dang! And just everything I when I had looked earlier, it was all sold out. Um, so not surprising. I mean, you know, it's a new console, but uh, well, even the S had been has been selling out, which doesn't surprise me necessarily. Uh, because it's, it's still a next gen console for 300 bucks. So, you know, I think they'll sell a lot of both, but, um, yeah, kind of, uh, kind of crazy. Um, pretty cool that they're selling out. I think that I remember reading at some point in time leading up to this launch for this, that I don't know where I saw it, GameStop or uh, somewhere said that, um, not games, cheapers. Okay. So game sp- Stop is the sales thing. Game Spot. Game Spot is the website. I always get those two damn things confused. Anyway, I read that when the Xbox One came out, these weren't that hard to come by at launch. They were kind of fairly easy because the messaging was so effed up and it was more expensive than the PS4 and, you know, all that crap. So it seems like it's a good sign. Um, all the reviews that had come out since I think even last time I recorded, all the reviews outlets reviewed it and, and other people and uh, overwhelmingly positive. Nobody had anything bad to say about it. Um, biggest criticism is just no AAA game that you need to play on there, which is a legitimate criticism. There's no real reason to get the console. Like, Oh, I need that to play whatever game that the game just doesn't exist. So um, yeah, but other than that, everything's positive. Uh, it loads things incredibly fast and, Actually, there were some comparison videos sticking with loading about that game, game spot, stop, game spot had done 
uh, comparing the PS5 to the Series X and loading backwards compatible games. Uh, it's like a seven minute video. You should go watch it. But it, they did Red Dead 2 and Destiny, a bunch of other ones. And it was, it was fairly close, but Xbox beat it in nine of the 10 games. And the biggest, there was a decent gap for a lot of them. Uh, Red Dead, I think it was like a second. Um, and the biggest gap was Destiny 2 loaded 16 seconds faster in the Series X than it did on the PS5. So again, you know, these games are unoptimized and they're loading that quickly. So if they if the developers decide to go back and optimize these games, which I doubt, then it'll probably be different, maybe a little bit closer. But um, at least initially, the Series X seems to be loading things a bit faster. But all good things. Um, both consoles will be quick. They'll both be really good consoles. Um, you know, uh, God, there was some other comparison. Uh, but yeah, mostly that's, uh, that's really it for the Xbox. Just exciting time. You know, these, these consoles are out in the wild. Um, hopefully by, I mean, I don't know if they'll restock. I haven't read anything about them restocking before Christmas. I'm sure they'll try to get some more in stores. And, you know, if they're able to do that, that'd be a good thing. But I also wouldn't be surprised if they don't. Or if they do, they have a very limited number of them and they'll be hard to find. But uh, I guess for that, we'll see where it goes from there. But the other thing that is not surprising is that they have popped up all over eBay and Amazon for $1,000 plus, and I'm sure people will pay for them because people are crazy and want stuff when it, new technology when it comes out. So I, that's, again, not surprising, but it's just kind of funny to think who would actually pay that much money for a console. I, I don't know. Somebody would, I guess. But, uh, yeah, so they're all over. Some people will buy them. Like I, I think I said on here, I had one uh, pre-ordered that I was going to try to <laughs> – I know it sounds bad. I was going to try to be a scalper and sell it. But uh, I ended up just canceling it, saying, "No, nah, that's that's not worth it. I don't want to be a a dick like that." So, but yeah, so I mean, that's really it for that. No, no other exciting news necessarily. Everything's kind of as is with the games and consoles that are out now, at least with Xbox. So moving on from that, we'll discuss some PS5 stuff. So their units finally went out to people to actually look at and review. Uh, you know, a week before the console's out, people are finally able to actually show off the UI and everything. Kind of crazy, I know. Um, and it's got overwhelmingly positive reviews. Nothing negative about it, overheating or anything bad like that. Um, people like the UI. seems like it's simplistic and similar to the PS4, but different enough to where it feels like, oh, this is all new and all that jazz. So that's good. Um, it just kind of seems crazy to me that they waited that long to show anything off, which, uh, I was reading some other, uh, some other news about the UI. It kind of all came together like almost last minute, which is why they didn't want to show anything off because it kind of just seemed rushed. I don't know if that's true, but I mean, judging by the fact they didn't show anything of it, maybe that's true. But it just seems kind of, it, I don't know, it's just weird to not show stuff off like that. I mean, this, this console is finally coming out, and it took this long to get most some of this information about them. So, yeah, all good stuff. Nothing crazy with the console. Uh, people like it. The biggest thing, I think, takeaway I've gotten is just that it's really big. But that was kind of a well-known 
uh, fact going into it. It's a big old console, which is, you know, who really gives a rip other than making sure you have room for it. So anyway, moving on from there, um, some of the other issues that have come off of it out of the um, review stuff is that um, the controller people have been saying it's so good and swinging off its nuts, which is which is good. Controller looks interesting. People have been saying that the the haptic feedback and all that's really nice and it works well in the packing game and in Miles Morales when you use the some lightning move you can kind of it feels like crackling in the controller which is kind of nice but I, the, the downside apparently is uh, some people have reviewed it have said they've gotten two and a half hours out of their controller and up to about five and that is. That was one of the problems with the PS4 was a controller battery did not last for anything. And that's a big negative because, I mean, if you're going for, a, you know, you're playing games for a little bit, especially if you're online, new console, you want to play it a lot. And then, you know, five hours in, let's say, or you play two nights consecutively, you don't charge it. You're basically going to have to charge that thing every day. And it's not like that's hard to charge a controller, but... I mean, the Pro Controller lasts like, what, 40 hours? Something ridiculous. The Elite 2 controller that I have, man, that thing, I don't know how many hours it lasts, but it is insane. I mean, I, I, I almost never need to charge that thing. So, you know, maybe those are just a few outliers and maybe it'll last longer. But there's one thing that they should have probably improved a lot on. But consequently, on the other side, it's really hard to fix that when you put all this new haptic feedback rumble and stuff in it. Kind of hard to change that. It's all this, a lot of movement, literally, and stuff going on in the controller. So hard to uh, manage the battery life on that. So that's kind of a downside, but the, the upside is everybody like the controller. It feels good, which is a good thing. You know, he always wanted a nice controller. And um, so, yeah, that's it's positive. But yeah, battery life, man, I think that's that seems like something to me that it's kind of hokey. So but again, we'll see when it's out in the wild for sure. Speaking of Miles Morales, reviews for that came out. Got good reviews. I think it's 85 on Metacritic, so everybody likes it. Um they say it's not a huge change from the Spider-Man because it's just DLC essentially, which is why it's only 50 bucks. And that the length it's only like seven to eight hours. And so it's not bad, you know, but my thing with it is, and again, the game's supposed to be good, so that's, I mean, it's a good game. I'm not saying it's not, but it's funny to me that when they compare these two consoles, one of the things is just the games, just they're so much better in Sony. And maybe in the long run, they, you know, if you're going to go by tracker record, they probably, maybe they will be, who knows? But on launch, everybody kept talking about this Miles Morales game, and it is a good game, but if it's only like seven hours, you beat it and you're done. And allegedly there's not as many collectibles and stuff and not as much of the grindy parts. And people cite that as a good thing, which it is. But the real reason it's in there, I'm sorry, the real reason that stuff is not in there is because it's it's a DLC, essentially. And so they didn't have time for all this extra collectible crap. So it's just, it's just funny to me that, that that was a game that people touted. And again, it's a game, whereas Microsoft has zero first party games so i mean i guess the seven hour one's better than none like microsoft but uh but yeah so good game but a little short as i kind of predicted and i'm sure others did too so 
Some other issues that have cropped up with the PS5 is in addition to it not being 440p on certain monitors, which isn't, I guess, that big of a deal, uh, it's been discovered that your the SSD that is in there, you cannot expand it. So by you're able to at some point, you can take it apart and put a new SSD in there. It has to be a certain one, which is fine. So it has that speed. But at launch, it's not in there. So you and the, the, the announced date is TBA. They haven't said when it's going to be. And so essentially, a lot of people too have been talking because of this. Another issue I'll get to, the console's kind of half-baked. That the, the UI doesn't seem like it's as updated. That You can't expand the memory in any way, shape, or form. And you can't put the SSD in there. And... Uh, all this other stuff is just like, it's just not there. And I don't know if that's true, but I mean, it's all stuff that you can add with hardware. So it doesn't sound like it's that big of a deal, but I mean, not being able to expand your SSD to me, isn't the biggest deal. There's only 664 available. So that's not that many games, but the biggest thing, the most egregious thing to me is on Xbox. First of all, you know, like it or not, the expandable little memory cards. Yeah, they're expensive, but all SSDs are. I think it's a good idea. You buy it, you pop it in, you're done. You don't have to take the console apart. Um, but even if you didn't want to do that, uh, you can still put any game you want on an external SSD or any hard drive and shuttle them over. As you know, if you know, to you can't play uh, Series X enhanced games through the SSD. I'm sorry, through the external hard drive because it needs that faster NVMe. But you can shuttle games on there, so you can take it and transfer it if you have enough. You're filled out on your internal SSD on the console. You can shuttle it to the external. It's not the best option, but if you have a lot of games, you don't want to. You already have an external hard drive, and you don't want to buy the the proprietary one for now. Then at least you can get these games. You don't have to completely delete it and completely re-download it from the internet every time, like is the case with Sony right now. So with Sony, you can't even do that. You cannot even, at this point, attach an external hard drive and shuttle games back and forth. So when you fill up that arguably kind of tiny 664 gigabyte hard drive, you have to, if you want to play a game, another one, you got to have to delete something and then just re-download that later. So I'm, I'm, I assume they'll add this as a feature at some point. Um, but it just seems like such a missed opportunity and such a, a bad idea at this point, knowing that game's going to get nothing but bigger and everybody brings up Call of Duty, which yeah, it, it's a big game. Not everybody plays that, but the new Call of Duty is going to be over 150 gigs, uh, like Red Dead's a hundred and something. Uh, all these games are going to be pretty big and I know you can piecemeal some of it now, but still it just kind of sucks that you cannot store them on an external and just shuttle it back over. Again, I'm sure they'll add that at some point, but it just seems kind of like a an odd thing to not have that out of the box because it doesn't it's not that complicated of a thing to be able to hook in a USB hard drive and boom, you're done. So but you know, again, it seems like half-baked stuff, but we'll see. So and uh that's really it for the for the gaming news side of it. Um uh let's see. Oh, that's what. So I watched Fear the Walking Dead, 
and uh, World Beyond or World uh, whatever it's called. I'm not going to go into that. Don't even worry about it. But uh, I watched Fear the Walking Dead and essentially it's like a, an episode focused on Dwight and his newly found in the zombie universe wife. And she's part of this group that used to be with Virginia and now they're trying to oppose her and they want to kill her, blah, blah, blah. So essentially it's just a two mindsets. Morgan doesn't want them to kill Virginia because it could jeopardize their other friends that are in her, that she's in charge of or has imprisoned, whatever. Um, Dwight wants to do it because his wife wants him to. And then essentially it doesn't work out and they kind of are at odds and Dwight decides, you're right, Morgan, we can't do this. It's probably a bad idea. So then, you know, his wife that he's literally been looking for since uh, The Walking Dead, trying to get her back, he finally gets her back. And after a, a week together, she goes, nah, you know, I need to do this. I can't change yet. You've changed. And they just decide to part ways. And it's like... <laughs> What? It just seems, it's so silly. Um, but I, I'm sure they'll find each other again. But I mean, he just willingly goes, yeah, let's go with Morgan. We'll find this, you know, your little old drained lake place and take these people there. And that's kind of how it ends, you know. So not much of a story progression. I don't know. I like Dwight, the actor, and I like the character. His wife, Sherry's okay. Morgan's, you know, been good this season, but it's just, I don't know, it just seems very odd. You do all this to get this person back, and then you're just like, meh, whatever. So, not much happened, um, but, uh, I don't know. Like I said, I've said every one of time I've talked about it, it's definitely better than last season and the season before, but that's those were very low bars. So... I mean, at least they're not in some ridiculous situation where they're stuck somewhere in Texas that they need a helicopter or plane to get out. So it's better than that. But this whole, I don't know, maybe it's the actress that plays uh, the Virginia. She's like this bad guy, but she's not really that bad. And well, she's like, she's not intimidating or anything. And in all honesty, like, I don't really see why they're, she's so bad. She gives these people a place to live. They have food. They have like water and medicine and all this jazz. So I don't understand why they're against her. I mean, it kind of doesn't make sense. It's not like Negan where he, you know, burns people who oppose him and he kills random people, you know, or the governor who's just kind of crazy too. Um, she, It's like they just don't like her just because they don't like her. And it's just, I don't know. I don't get their motivation, but, you know, you need to have some kind of antagonist. So, so uh, we'll see. But, but yeah, that was really it. Uh, uh, let's see some other stuff. Obviously the election occurred, um, you know, Biden's obviously going to win. People are trying to, some people clinging to, you know, this mis recounting and all that stuff, but whatever it, the funny thing is, is I just find it, the hypocrisy hilarious. And for literally more than four years, people on a certain side complained and bitched and did their damnedest to get Trump out. And, all they do is complain and complain, I mean, literally for four years about the election and he's awful and the worst. And then there's legitimate concerns of voter fraud and things that need to be investigated this time around. I'm not saying the election was stolen, but legitimate claims you got to investigate. That's the whole point of an investigation. And these people are saying how the Republicans, the right side, all they do is bitch and just need to deal with it and blah, blah, blah. And it's just, it's just hypocrisy is mind numbing. Um, 
But what people don't realize, because again, a lot of people are kind of stupid, I think, is at least, again, the people that are polarized either side, that in 2000, it took 45 days before, it was December the 13th, that that election was decided. You know, so I mean, again, if there's alleged voter fraud, you investigate it. If there's nothing there, then there's nothing there, but you investigate it. I mean, that's the whole point of it. So, I don't know. You know, people clinging that it was stolen and stuff, of course, those are extremists on one side. Um, but to claim that, you know, you shouldn't investigate it is is dumb. I mean, if that's the case, the same people that say you shouldn't investigate it are the same people that sat on TV and claimed that Trump was a Russian agent and he's in the hand of Putin and a puppet and all this stuff. So it's just funny to me, you know, well, we need to investigate this, but this case, don't investigate it. So again, hypocrisy is mind-numbing but um but yeah so i mean we'll see where it goes from there i could talk forever about that but again i'm trying to just include other topics in this podcast besides just gaming to try to pique people's fancy um if y'all don't like it just let me know so uh what have i been playing i played a little apex and some roco that game came out with a new sniper he's 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 okay but you know, the game itself was fun. Uh, it's according to my one friend, it's been gaining steam, it's been getting a little more popular. And Spellbreak, haven't played that as much, it's kind of fallen off, I guess, the popularity. And I think it's just because it's not a shooty shooty. People don't like that as much. So we'll see. I like Roko. I'm glad it's doing well. I hope it continues to do well and gets bigger because it's a fun game. But other than that, not playing much. Uh, I've been watching this Assassin's Creed. And I haven't played Assassin's Creed since Unity, but up until that one, I played every single one. I played literally one, two, Brotherhood. Uh, I can't remember the names. All that ones, Ezio. They were all fun. Black Flag is still my favorite, bar none. I don't know if it's a setting. Uh, Kenway, you know, because he was just kind of like a, he was kind of like an assassin. He's like, yeah, here's the code. And he's like, yeah, well, F the code. And just kind of did his own thing sometimes. So I loved it. The, the uh, ship battling was cool, um, and you could still sneak around. Uh, I love that game. And then I played Unity, and then that's when it was like super buggy in the Xbox One and ran like crap, and I, I f- fell off after that. The one after that was, I believe, it was Unity, and then, gosh, I can't remember what it was called, but we played a brother and sister in London, didn't play that. Apparently that one was a little bit better than Unity, Um because Unity was not that great. Graphically, it looked really good. It didn't run that well, though. And then I never played Odyssey. It took like a two-year hiatus. I never played Odyssey or... Odyssey was the last one. What was one before that? Odyssey and... Gosh, the Egyptian one. Anyway, but those ones like went super RPG, and I just didn't like the, the way that they went. I didn't like how they kind of got away from the actual sneaking around and assassinating people. But this one apparently is new one. It's gotten really good reviews, and I think it's supposed to be really beautiful. Story's actually kind of cool. It's a little buggy like all of them, but not unplayable buggy. And they've revamped the system, how you find stuff to do and everything. So I'm actually picked this up, not at launch, because you can always get those games for like 20 bucks cheaper in like a month. So I might get this one because it does look pretty cool. Um, but we'll see. Uh uh, but that's really it. So uh, that's about all I have for you guys this week. So thanks for listening as always. I appreciate it. Um, if 
you have any questions, suggestions, topics I should discuss, you'd like to hear me discuss, please always contact me on my x17 at gmail.com. Twitter is the same, so please give me a holler and uh, we can talk about some other things you guys want to hear. So until next time, I'll talk to you guys later.